Thank you all for joining me. My name is Mocha. This is the Gut Wrench Podcast. One second and I'll pull up the official episode count. Also, for whatever reason, I keep getting these people who want to, um, who want me, rather, to pay them so that they can promote my podcast. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, thank you for, you know, seeing as though that you're asking me to pay you to promote my podcast and get me over what they claim is 60,000 or whatever, uh, listeners a week. Downloads a week. Welcome to episode 65. Sorry, I had to kind of distract you there. This one guy, this past week, as a matter of fact, went ahead and decided that it was a good idea to message me and tell me that um, for 130 no... I got the DM right here for $250 for a month he would um, promote my podcast and he has a little bit a little over 860 followers and I have a little over a little under 500 followers rather so you know we're about on the same level and despite his profile saying that He's a professional podcast um, promoter, and him having as little followers as he does, um, he told me that he, quote, promises that I would get within 1,500 to 3,000 downloads in the preceding months, or in the preceding month, and I was just like, no, no thank you. He's like, I'll give you a free day. A free day? Wow. You know, how generous of you. $250, guys. That's what we're talking about right now. But we won't be talking about that for a little while longer. Two more things I must say before the episode begins. One, this episode is not about um, professional wrestling. So... Um, breathe a sigh of relief if you're into more entertaining content that's not wrestling, you know, and I put not wrestling in air quotes because to me, that's, that's the pinnacle of entertainment, you know, that's great storytelling when it's done right, when it's done correct, and when, um, you can put together a story over a period of time that doesn't boggle down doesn't get boggled down by something that's not as entertaining as, um, it, it looks entertaining and then it's not, or it's entertaining on paper, but it's not, um, you know, you really have to try to sit there and then say, huh, does this really, does this really look as entertaining as I want it to be? Does this really look as good? So, um, today's episode is not about professional wrestling, and I'm doing that to prove a point, and I got the idea from, wouldn't you know it, SNL, Saturday Night Live. Um, watching Saturday Night Live as as much as I have, and watching some of their skits on, on, like, YouTube and everything like that, I don't even have any notes in front of me. That's, I'm going to be improving today's episode, believe it or not. Um, so, you, if you've watched the show Whose Line Is It Anyway with Drew Carey, uh, that guy from Two and a Half Men, uh, who plays, uh, Judith, Judith's, uh, now husband, not her ex-husband, but her, quote, now husband, uh, Herb or Herb or whatever his name is. Um, Drew Carey, uh, Saturday Night Live, and, um, what's his name? Oh, shit. Uh, Wayne, Wade Brady, rather. Either it's Wayne Brady or it's Wade Brady. Um, one of the two, but 
anyway, he's the host of Who Wants to Who Wants to Be a Million. <laughs> Almost nicked that one in the butt. Anyway, um, he's the host of Who Wants to Make a Deal. I love that show. I love that show. Everything about it is just is just hilarious. Even Family Guy made fun of it. Um, there's a part wherever he's on who who wants to make a deal or something like that, and then uh for whatever reason they come up to Stewie from Family Guy, who's on who. Let's make a deal. Not uh, whose deal. Okay. Anyway, um, he's on Let's Make a Deal, Stewie is, and, um, he has Paperclip and Rouge on him, and, um, he asks him, uh, Brian asks Stewie, why do you have Paperclips and Rouge on you? And then he's like, because we're on the game show, you know, and he tweeted about it or something like that, and then he goes, uh, okay, well, you just won $7,000 or something like that, and then he goes, yes, yes, now I can buy more purses. He says, why would you need another purse? He says, for the paper clips and rouge. <laughs> so <laughs> he's going to buy more paper clips and rouge in, uh, you'd have to, I guess, see it on online i'm hearing crickets right now that way that you know because i just told the first joke and now you guys are like eh 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 you know the cricket the lone cricket in the audience <coughs> but anyway i got this idea from you know just basic stand-up comedy routine i thought that i would do it and like i said to prove a point there will be a point made by the end of this episode. Don't you worry. But I thought, you know, every week I go on and on and on and on and on and on just to try to drive home and hammer home that my main mission in life, which has been to bury Kevin Owens. And I hope that I'm doing a good job. But, you know, I don't want to come off as just uh, some grumpy old guy who's on the Internet talking about uh like he didn't even do it right that's not funny guys why are you praising him for something that he didn't even do right but it, it to an extent and to an ultraviolet extent it makes me mad it makes me upset and it delivers a a, a crushing blow to my heart to see people who are constantly I'm not here to ruin anybody's happiness. That's not really my main goal. But to see people who are constantly shoving it down your throat that they feel as though that even though they're wrong, they're going to die on that hill. And they are wrong about Kevin Owens, about Sami Zayn. And that's great that they want to die on that hill, but I just wish that they would stay on the hill and die you know not really not really shove it in my face that they're happy that mediocrity runs amok in WWE or in wrestling overall you know that's the hill that they want to die on more power to them also um like I said there's two things that I wanted to talk about and that was number one, the fact that today's episode will not be about professional wrestling. Um, the second thing that I wanted to talk about was, okay, so I'm doing a review uh, probably next week on this little gaming device that I bought. It's a, it's a uh, USB, basically a... HDMI, not a USB, that you plug into your TV, and it's called GameStick Lite 4K, and I got it on Amazon a while back, and I just had it sitting here in my room and decided, you know what, I'm going to plug it in today. Went to plug it in, and it doesn't work. It's not that it doesn't work. It had to read something online. It came with an instruction booklet that I should have read on that. It has to charge. I haven't charged it, so I'm going to go ahead and charge it, and then I'm going to plug it into my TV and see if it 
works and for that matter what kind of games are on it said to have over one of the reviews said 60,000 games another one said 80,000 and another said 140,000 games almost said dollars <laughs> just by just by repeating by saying numbers you know I thought to myself oh okay I should end this sentence by saying dollars but then I remembered that I was talking about video games <clears throat> anyway that's not the point matter of fact none of this has a point and I hope you enjoy today's episode keep in mind that it's completely improvised and I'm going to try not to um, prematurely laugh at anything that I say that may or may not be too ridiculous or for that matter um, improvised comedy you know mad libbing practically everything that I'm saying so I'm going to start by telling you a story a story about me um I came home from school one day and I was walking to the bus stop and the next thing that I knew I seen a cockroach and I thought to myself oh man those are nasty dirty diabolical creatures and I wanted nothing to do with that spider so I decided that it was a good idea to just walk past the the centipede that I previously mentioned in this story and the next thing I knew I seen that dog walking across the road and it got hit by a car and I thought to myself that I could have stopped that I could have you know done something about that I could have whistled at that cockroach um, centipede uh, dog I could have said something to stop it from getting hit by the car and then I saw I seen the ice cream truck come my way and I didn't have 50 cents on me all I had was two dollars and I thought to myself what a sad world that we live in where all you have is 25 cents and all I needed was a quarter so I asked one of the children who was stopping by and I asked if possibly she had a quarter that I could use and she told me in a deep manly voice that <clears throat> her last quarter was spent in that coke machine and I looked at the the train going by and I realized that I didn't have a ticket to ride on it the only thing that I could think was what a sad world that we live in where you don't even have a quarter to ride the train so I walked home that day and I was sad because not only did the cockroach get ran over by a vehicle but also the electronic train that I was trying to ride home that day it didn't work because the next the next person came by put a quarter in the 25 cent slot and one of those grabbing machines and the next thing that I knew they were trying to grab their girlfriend a prize but whenever they went to grab their girlfriend a prize out of one of those claw machines it laughed at them whenever they put in their quarter it went <laughs> like the witch from the from the wizard of oz and the next thing i knew i was looking over at them while i was trying to walk home and i forgot what i was doing so of course I walked in front of traffic by accident of course you know I would never do that on purpose the next thing I knew there was a guy in a blue trailblazer walked out of his vehicle and <clears throat> he looked at me and then he said girl are you lost and I looked back at him 
and he looks back at me and I look back at him and then I remembered that I had an air horn in my pocket so I pull out this balloon and then I start breathing into the balloon and this man starts scratching his head and in his yellow convertible he went ahead and um, decided to jump back into it and when he honked his horn it sounded like the General Lee the next thing that I knew I woke up in the hospital and I wondered what am I doing here what is the the point of putting me in the hospital and my mom came out of the bathroom and so did the doctor and the doctor told me that my mom just supplied her just supplied him rather with some DNA evidence that was much needed and my mom took a sprite out of her purse and she put it down on the table and she opened it up and then she told me to drink my Dr. Pepper because I was going to need my strength the doctor said that he needed more tests and he decided that it was a good idea to call in the nurse he calls in the nurse and then he tells me to get my test to get my test results and whenever the nurse pulled up my test results she told me that I scored a 75 which is below average <clears throat> the next thing I knew I was looking at I was looking at the Red Bull that I was drinking and it didn't look red at all the only thing that I could remember is the the color being a yellowish orange and it it was disgusting because my orange juice never looked that way I put it down on the counter and I realized something that I wasn't in the hospital to begin with and this entire thing was nothing more than a dream sequence it would make more sense if it was a dream to be honest because I feel like that the first part of the story made absolutely no sense at all but I woke up in the middle of the night and I went to go get a glass of water <clears throat> but little did I know that Ronald McDonald was in my house and for some reason I kept hearing uh, jingle bells jingle bells and I just kept looking at Ronald McDonald who was in the corner and he was giving me no indication that he was going to stop singing anytime soon so I went and got a drink of water and as soon as I turn on my water blood from my faucet just starts pouring and it was at this point that I realized that I was in the hospital because I woke up and I was in the hospital and the next thing I know the teacher comes in to the hospital and starts to ask me intense questions letting me know that there's a test Tuesday and I better be ready for it I better be damn ready for it because the president will look at my results and when he does he's gonna know that I've been a bad boy and then all of a sudden I hear jingle bells jingle bells and the Burger King King walks in you know the mascot for Burger King walks in to the hospital beside of the teacher and they look at each other and they start kissing I'm talking full-on lip service making out and the next thing that I know I'm looking up at the ceiling and there's a Big Mac that falls from the sky and it falls right in my arms and then the police officer comes in and accuses me of stealing that Big Mac from that Burger King mascot and the Burger King mascot can do nothing except sit there and laugh this diabolical laugh almost like 
he's some sort of demented clown man. And that's when Ronald McDonald turns into the Wendy's chick. I didn't know what to make heads or tails of. I just thought there's no way that I'm awake right now. And what happened was I woke up and I went to go get a drink of water at the hospital. As I stated, I was staying at the hospital and <clears throat> the next thing I knew, someone rung a bell and said, order up. And I look over and Patrick Starr is flipping burgers and Squidward was on the other side of the kitchen and he was telling Patrick that he needed two Krabby Patties and a Burger King Deluxe Cheeseburger. The next thing that I knew, I was on the floor laughing because Pepe Le Pew and Bugs Bunny were back there flipping burgers and I didn't think that I'd ever see that before in my life. There's no way that you can tell me that Daffy Duck and uh, the Thundercats back there were actually making cheeseburgers. And Scooby-Doo and Ronald McDonald come into the shot and they start questioning me about where I've been. And there was a police officer who put handcuffs on me and the next thing I knew they turned to snakes and crawled up my arm the only thing that I could think of was that this has to be a dream and there's no way that any of this is real and it all started whenever I was walking home from school that day and it could have been avoided had I would have just saved that dog but instead this man almost ran me over somebody tried to hold me at gunpoint whenever I was in the bathroom so I turned the sink on right like I said I was trying to go get a drink of water I turned the sink on and then I go get me a drink of water and splash some water on my face because none of this and I mean none of this makes any sense whatsoever. And I know that. So, I heard a voice from beyond the grave say, Are you crazy? After I splashed myself twice. And I didn't know what to do. But I had an urging feeling to turn off the lights. So, of course, I turn off the lights. And I start hearing, He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his. And then I said, hands? And then I heard this man go, God! Like that. And he shows up behind me and he's holding a lantern. And then he turns the light on. And then before he turns the light on, he says, run! Like that, but the bathroom door was locked, so how the hell am I supposed to run? And he only gave me like, you know, 1.5 seconds to run. So, the way I seen it, we were playing red light, green light, and the next thing I knew, um, we were playing follow the leader, and Simon says, but... I couldn't play three games at one time. If you're playing red light, green light, Simon says, and follow the leader, all of these require intensive concentration. And the only thing that I could concentrate on was the fact that I was being thrown in jail for a crime that I did not commit. And someone hit my dog while I was walking home from school. And i just seen Bugs Bunny flipping hamburgers at the Krusty Krab. And I still don't know how we got to this point so I'm in the bathroom right and I'm doing the things that you do in the bathroom when all of a sudden 
I see three statues standing in front of me. And I don't understand what's going on. The only thing I know is that the last time that I've seen three statues, or the last time that I've even heard about three statues standing in front of me, was a Doctor Who episode that I've never seen. But I've heard about on the internet, of course. <clears throat> and I knew that this was not a good thing. And plus, I don't know who Doctor Who is. I mean, that joke just writes itself. Let's, let's be honest here. But, of course, I was standing there perplexed, and all of a sudden, a grenade gets thrown at my feet. So I thought that the logical thing to do was to eat that tangerine that I had in my back pocket. And the next thing I knew, I was in my hospital bed, and my mom was telling me to drink my blue Gatorade. And afterwards... That's exactly what I did. So I took a sip of my Dr. Pepper, and you'll never guess what happened next. You'll never guess. I turn on the TV, and wouldn't you know it, there's a fly in this room that turns the TV off. It literally lands on the button, turns it off. So I'm not even allowed to watch cartoons. And I told my mom to squash that fly. And she told me, how dare you tell me to go die. And then she walks out of the room and tells the doctor that I have severe anxiety. And then walks out of the hospital. The next thing I knew, Woody Woodpecker comes in with a mallet and starts laughing. Like, I guess, Woody Woodpecker laughs. And then Goofy comes in, and when Goofy comes in, everything just goes to hell. Because up until this point, everything started to make sense. You know, the riddle was finally starting to be solved, but the next thing I knew, Woody Woodpecker hits me upside the head with a mallet, and Goofy, every time that Woody Woodpecker hits me, starts saying, gosh, gosh, and... Those two things are uncharacteristic of both of them. So, of course, I dropped my Dr. Pepper on the ground, and I'm in the hospital with two Looney Tunes characters and a doctor, and I couldn't make heads or tails of anything that was happening to me right now. So, of course, the only thing that I could think to do was to go to the bathroom and get a drink of water. And while doing that, I ended up approached by the most bizarre thing you will ever see. So I'm in there, right? I'm in the bathroom, and I'm doing what people do in the bathroom. And the only thing that I can think of is cheeseburgers, right? And, and that's the, the first thing that comes to mind whenever you're in the bathroom I know I know how it works let's play a little word association game whenever you go to the bathroom cheeseburger right I mean that's what makes the most sense this is how I knew that I wasn't in a dream wasn't dreaming anymore whenever I see a fish at my feet and there's no water for miles except for you know the sink that I keep alluding to. I keep pouring a poor glass of water, splash it on my face, you know, and that's when things go to hell. So I was like, uh-uh, I'm not falling for that one again. You know, so the only thing that I could think to do was to flush the fish down the toilet. And the next thing I know, this dog starts to bite me as I'm trying to pick it up. I'm trying to flush the damn dog down the toilet. And I can't even get a hold of the cat because it keeps running amok throughout the the hospital uh, bathroom. And I kid you not that Scooby-Doo was looking at me and he was singing his own theme song, you know. And I thought that that was the weirdest thing ever because 
if anybody knows where Scooby Dooby Doo is, it's going to be Scooby Dooby Doo, you know. So why would he be asking, where are you? You know, that doesn't make any sense. And of course he needs some help from me, but I'm asking him, what does he need help with? <clears throat> and the next thing that I see is an anvil drop on his head. And I thought, no, there's no way. That's sexual harassment, you know. Like, you can't tell me that the sexual harassment lawsuits with Harvey Weinstein were true. But that was sexual harassment on a dog. And that's the craziest thing that I've ever heard of. Until I got out of the bathroom and I see this pig staring at me. And the next thing that I knew, I had two little girls looking at me singing that Eminem song, Rap God, simultaneously. And I couldn't understand a word that they were saying because they were speaking Hebrew and they were speaking it backwards. So I was under the impression that they were just singing a lot of a lullaby. A lull. A lullaby. What the fuck? And um, while singing this lullaby, that maybe they got tongue twisted or something because. The next thing I knew, I woke up in the hospital. And I had a tangerine in my pocket. So what's the logical thing to do whenever you have a tangerine in your pocket and you wake up in the hospital? Of course. So I went to the bathroom. And the next thing that I knew, I saw Mount Everest in the... I almost said window god in the um uh, reflection of the window so i open up the medicine cabinet right and i saw some uh tylenol pm and i went ahead and took three of them and after that i sipped a jar of honey as you do while you're in the bathroom because whenever you're in the bathroom everything is better in the bathroom so I took three tablespoons of honey, and after that, I uh, went to bed. You know, I thought that that's the logical thing to do. So whenever I go to sleep, I woke up, and the next thing that I knew, I was seeing pink elephants, purple spots. Um, and I could barely breathe. The doctor told me, looked dead at me and then he told me that I'm pregnant and after that he just walked out of the room he lit a cigarette which you're not allowed to do in the hospital I mean everybody knows in a bouncy house you can't light a cigarette but um whenever he did that he walked out of the room thank goodness because I don't I don't like the smell of tangerines anyway. And um, he told the nurse to come in and give me my 5 o'clock shots. The nurse comes in with a gun. And the next thing that I know, I'm running all around the hospital trying to stop her from giving me a syringe. And I didn't know, like I said before, and like I've at least said two more times, what to make heads or tails of whenever... I wake up in the bathroom, and that's exactly what happened. I woke up in the bathroom. While waking up in the bathroom, as we all do, sometimes we all go to sleep in the bathroom. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I, I remember sometimes wherever I go to work, and then I'm like, I got an idea. Watch this. Um, teacher, I have to go to the bathroom, and then I would go to the bathroom at work, and then I would stay there for six or eight hours at a time. Just getting paid to poop, you know? I mean, who doesn't want to get paid to poop? Especially taking pictures of it, then just being like, all right, I can claim this on my taxes. <clears throat> the next three events that took place were absolutely insane. I mean, you would have never guessed what would have happened whenever 
I walked into the bathroom, all of a sudden, the light turned out, and whenever I turned the light on, I was on a riverbank fishing with Shrek. You'll never guess what happened next. Uh, and, and honest to God, you'll never guess what happened next. Shrek tells me that there's a bounty on my head and that he wants to take it from me. So, he smacks me really hard, and after that, I fall face first into the water. And he told me, lighten up, it was just a bug, you know, and it was on my head, and he just wanted to let me know about it. And the next thing I know, Darth Vader shows up. And I didn't know what to make heads or tails of. Darth Vader and Shrek are clearly not from the same universe, unless you count that whole Disney thing that happened a few years ago. Which I don't know what to make heads or tails of this entire conversation, let alone this in entire um, encounter. So Darth Vader picks me up, and uh, he uses the Force like, like you would, and the next thing I knew, um, I was a spaghetti noodle. I was in the water, and I was just trying to think, you know, as a spaghetti noodle does. What exactly is it that could get me out of this situation? How exactly can I uh, filter to myself as I was, you know, row, row, rowing my boat gently down the stream... And as I was merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Um, trying to think what exactly or how exactly I could get myself out of this situation. And Darth Vader used the force. And whenever he did, he forced me to smack him in the head. And the next thing I knew, I woke up in the hospital. As one does when they're in the bathroom asleep. And I remembered that I had my password posted on Reddit. So, of course, I go into Reddit, my Reddit account, and I de quickly deleted that episode. <laughs> Oops. Oh, my God. I quickly deleted... that uh, post that I made on Reddit and afterwards I remembered my password so I started making my password so that I could reset it and after that I woke up and after I woke up I woke up in the bank and you'll never guess what happened next I was in the bathroom at the bank over at the uh, grocery store over at the Walmart so I come out of the bathroom I come out of the bank and the next thing that I knew they were all praising me there was like 30 people in line and they all wanted my autograph <clears throat> so I asked them what seems to be all the all the hoopla what seems to be the big commotion and some guy came up to me and, and he said, Hi, uh, Jimmy Jones here, and I'm the head of uh, AA Security. And then I'm like, well, that's great, but what's that got to do with me? He said, ha, 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 you're really funny, kid. You don't remember? You were a spaghetti noodle in the river. You, you, uh, you saved us all from drowning. And I was like, I did? And then he walked up to me, and his bodyguard walked up to me, and then he said, don't touch Mr. Jones again. But, but he touched me. He said, what did I just get done saying? And then I pointed at Mr. Jones when I said, but he touched me. And this guy pulled out $50, right? And then he gave it to me. And then he told me, don't let it happen again or else you're going to get another $50. And I thought to myself, you know, maybe this guy's serious. Maybe I should back off. So, of course, I just... 
walked away quietly because I didn't want $50. That's, that's insane. I mean, I didn't read an ad on the internet that said, come and get your $50 now, you know, 1-800-FREE-MONEY. Like, this guy, he must, there must be something seriously wrong with him. So anyway, I was uh, shopping through the grocery store, as one does, trying not to use that $50, because I know that that man can track me if I, if I use his uh, cryptocurrency. And, um... I'm shopping in the grocery store whenever all of a sudden I see, with my prying eyes, a naked lady. And she walks in and she says, excuse me, ma'am. And then I said, no, I'm a sir. She said, well, I couldn't tell with all your clothes on. And she tells me that there's a spill over in aisle 13. And then I was like, okay. So I go over there and... There's two bunny rabbits and they're having sex. And the next thing I knew, I woke up in the hospital. And whenever I woke up, I was devastated to learn that the two bunny rabbits were not having sex, but they were indeed fighting. They were fighting over who gets the last pasta. But to me, it looked like Mr. Bunny Rabbit was groping Mrs. Bunny Rabbit. I didn't know what to think about that. So there was a journalist from the from the Washington Post who wanted to get my take on things that happened at the grocery store. So the journalist sat down, pen and paper in hands, whenever all of a sudden there's a crate and I'm I'm not kidding at all. There's a crate of snakes that just comes into the room and then they're all asking me the same question at the same time next to me there's a boom box right and the boom box is shaped like a candle but it's got a tape in it so of course like one does whenever a boom box is beside of you I pulled out a tangerine in my pocket that was in my pocket that I forgot to mention and I took a bite of it and then I, I set my apple down on the desk like one does um, and then I asked the interviewer to repeat their question and like one does I picked up one half of my watermelon and I started eating at it whenever all of a sudden these snakes come in and they tell me that they like the strawberry that's sitting on the table so I thought to myself, you know what, this guy's crazy. So I picked him up and I gave the snake to the reporter and she smelled it and said that it smelled nice and she put it in her pocket. So I'm just wondering where exactly the line is, you know, because a lot of this heebie-jeebie stuff doesn't exactly make sense but I told her that whenever the bunny rabbit looked like that the bunny rabbit was groping uh, the bunny rabbit in the store that that's what it looked like to me and I'm not sure how I ended up in the hospital she said that I ended up in the hospital because I'm a hero because that naked lady was about to get robbed and she told me that I had saved the naked lady from getting robbed by pulling out my uh, pulling out my sausage and allowing the naked lady to see it. And the man who was about to rob the naked lady of everything that she had on her at the time, he ran away. Because he's intimidated by sausages that are bigger than his. So, once the reporter told me the story, I went ahead on record from the Washington Post, and she wrote a story about a man with an extra-extraordinary sausage and an extra-extraordinary attitude. And the next thing that I knew, I had no bloomers on at all 
and my socks came off and the doctor came into the room to let me know that I have escaping sock syndrome and I was always curious to know what that was but I never really understood why it happens but it happens whenever you don't put your socks in the dryer for more than two days so he told me that he could write me a prescription for laundry detergent and that I would have to take it to the take it to the dean's office at the college and the dean would give me exactly what I needed so I did just that <clears throat> and the next thing that I knew I seen the naked lady again she's the dean that works at the college so she helped me but first she said she wrote she she read the paper about me saving her and she wanted to see the sausage one more time so of course like you do whenever a naked lady is in front of you I pulled the sausage out showed it to her and that's all that happened she wrote me a prescription I went to the grocery store and I got my laundry detergent and three days later I no longer had escaping sock syndrome but now I have another problem even though my socks don't escape me anymore they don't run from me and she told me to use it at least two days but I had to use it for three days before my socks came back to the dryer yes you're supposed to put laundry detergent in the dryer and the next thing that I knew I had lava coming out of my sink and I didn't know where it came from I thought that I had cleared up every crack every nook every cranny in my house to stop that from happening so of course like one does whenever they have a problem with their plumbing <clears throat> I called the government and I let them know that I was happy unhappy rather with my plumbing um, issues and they told me that I would need to see a doctor that lives in the hills named Dr. Absence so I had to go see Dr. Absence and luckily enough despite his confusing name he was home I thought for sure he would be absent walking up that grainy hill though <clears throat> you'll never guess what happened next I encountered a mountain lion who talked to me and told me that next week's lottery numbers are 312-598-7712 and I looked at him the tiger that was talking to me and of course like one does whenever a tiger is talking to you I choked him and after I choked him I put him in the river and then he turned to a spaghetti noodle the next thing that I knew I had to walk back up the mountain and I seen with my own two eyes a woman with curly hair and she told me that in order to gain access to Dr. Absence's house or for that matter even his office I had to answer a riddle and then she walked away and I thought to myself that's going to be difficult I don't do good with with poems so of course like one does whenever you're in the middle of the wilderness and you're in the desert without a horse 
I had to keep walking. And whenever I did, I found a man who has curly hair who told me that whenever I go to the mountain that I was about to go to, even though I was almost halfway there, that I was going to have to stop at a gas station and get him a Red Bull. So, I stopped at that gas station, went in there, got him a Sprite, walked out, after I paid for it, of course. So, whenever they asked me for the money at the register, I gave the man the $50 that I'd previously gotten from not robbing the bank and saving the the children from being molested and the man gave me an IOU after I gave him his Dr. Pepper and then I thought to myself you know this is this is something that I will cherish forever because he owes me and after going to the farmers market after climbing the hill, and for that matter, once I got to Dr. Absence's office, he wasn't there. The next thing that I knew, I knew what I had to do. So, I went to the clerk's office beside of Dr. Absence's office, and I went to the bathroom. And like one does, whenever you're in the bathroom... I closed my eyes and I began to count to ten while I was clapping my heels together saying there's no place like home. There's no place like home. And wouldn't you know it, someone knocked on the door and they told me that I was missing a yellow BMW and it was outside. But someone stole my horse. And I thought, well, damn. I knew there was a reason I walked here. So, like one does, I opened the bathroom and told them to come in. And while they're washing their hands and I'm doing as you do in the bathroom, I was eating my watermelon from earlier. And the next thing I knew, I had a cantaloupe in my pocket. And like one does in the bathroom, whenever you have a cantaloupe in your pocket and someone else is washing their hands, I decided that it was a good idea to pull out of the mustard to pull the to pull the mustard out of my pocket and put it in my socks. And when doing so, as you would guess, I had to dip my socks into the toilet at least four times, and then put my socks on my hands and then walk on all fours and then walk on all fours as though that I was a train and instead of making regular car noises I had to start making noises of that of a Canadian moose because that's the only way that you would get home if you wanted to do that. The next thing I knew. I had. Two cantaloupes in my pocket. And a ticket. Home. Whenever I stepped off of the bus that day. All of this could have been avoided. I wouldn't have to eat any cantaloupe. All I would have to do is save that cockroach from getting run over. And boy, did I miss out. Because despite the mustard, despite the Dr. Pepper, despite the cantaloupe, despite being hit in the head multiple times by um, Woody Woodpecker, uh, despite the Burger King, um, the, the geriatric, bullshit that happened to me whenever I was being arrested, getting bit by a snake, um, 
having some guy in the bathroom telling me that I've got the whole world in my hands, uh, despite practically everything else that I'm failing to remember because I don't have any notes of it right here and I'm trying to recollect it from memory. Despite climbing up the mountain and turning that tiger into a uh, bowl of spaghetti or one spaghetti noodle, all of this could have been avoided had I would have just looked at that cockroach as that dog got hit by a car one last time. Because the next thing I knew, I was in the bathroom. And like one does when they're in the bathroom, I was shredding the cheese that was uh, that was in my pocket. And all of the Swiss cheese that was in my pocket kept accumulating into one big hunk of of just natural natural cheese that. I failed to get rid of last night. Whenever I looked at in the mirror that day, the next thing I know, I seen Mario come out of that painting and look at me and say, Here we go! And after that, Sonic said, Did you see an Italian... Oh, wait, it's you again. And then after that, Sonic bowed to me, took my hand, and gave me the golden ring. And then gave me all seven Chaos Emeralds. So of course, like one does, whenever you're in the bathroom with Sonic the Hedgehog, and he gives you all seven Chaos Emeralds, you can only guess what I did next. I looked over at Sonic and I told him that I bet my sausage is bigger than yours and Sonic said bet and after that he gave me his phone number because my sausage was bigger than that of a teenage hedgehog's sausage and his sausage, his dick, looked like that of a Smurf's. Because it was all blue and gangly, you know. It's something that I wouldn't want to do again. But the next thing I knew, I woke up in the hospital. And like one does whenever you wake up in the hospital, over the... Over the speaker that they had laying next to me, I heard the grandma gets run over by a reindeer coming home from our house Christmas Eve. And I thought to myself, that's odd. Why is... I thought, that's odd. Why is One Direction playing a song right now? So... Of course, there's two monkeys and a termite that come into the hospital, and they start dancing. The two monkeys are doing a backflip, and the termite's eating up uh, all of the eating up all of the tile on the floor. And I thought, hmm, something looks out of place here. So of course, I smile at my mom, who's right beside of me. And she gave me $50. And I thought to myself, okay, she took that as an insult. That's on me. Sorry. But after I closed my eyes, and after I took a deep breath, <clears throat> those two monkeys started fighting and throwing shit at each other. And... I had a cantaloupe in my pocket again. And the next thing I knew, I was in the bathroom again. 
and like one does whenever you're in the bathroom, I thought to myself, I was honestly thinking, I know what to do with this cantaloupe. So, I took the packet of ketchup out of my hands, out of my pocket, and I squirted it in my eyes and washed it with toilet water. Thank you all so much for joining me. This has been the Gut Wrench Podcast, episode number 65. Bunch of random bullshit. I know. The story didn't make a lick of sense, probably. But you want to know what the good news is? The good news is... That... The good news is... You you know, at the beginning of this episode, I did say that I wouldn't really drone on and on and on about Kevin Owens. And I'm not going to do that right now. Don't worry. This, This episode shows you how inconsistent someone can be, yet how entertaining that that same person can be. If Kevin Owens was even half as entertaining as I was today. But, you know, just as inconsistent. Then maybe I wouldn't have such an issue with with him. The inconsistencies that were depicted in this story. Well, if a lot of you are keeping track, see how many inconsistencies you can spot. The entire story is inconsistent, let's be honest, but not the point. The point is... Kevin Owens is this inconsistent a lot and if you're laughing at me right now you should laugh at him because he's just as big of a clown only difference is I'm a lot more consistent and even though I broke my own rule you know kind of oh I promise I'll always be consistent and then this gets You know, this right here is like a wrench thrown in my plans as far as consistency goes. Sorry about that. Someone just walked into my house and if I was to continue talking, they would think that I was talking to them, you know, because I'm in a dark room talking to myself and the front door is like right beside of me. Thank you all so much for joining me. This has been episode number 65 of the Gut Wrench Podcast. Sorry if it sounds like that. I'm whispering. I'm, uh... My voice is very dry right now. Thank you all so much for joining me. That's a wrap. Have a good night. No, I'm not going to talk about sex clones. Why would I talk about that? You just come in here and then start talking about... Yeah, I get it. It's the new Star Wars parody. That's that's really funny. Star Wars uh, XXX, the sex clones. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, I'm not going to make fun of Disney+. Plus. Why would I do that? It doesn't make any sense. Why would I? 
you know, if I had a subscription service, it would be called the Gut Wrench Plus. No, I'm not going to make fun of fat girls. What is it with you and Plus? You want to make fun of plus-sized women, and then you want to make fun of Disney Plus. Just close the show, you, you stupid. Damn, I'm not looking for a lawsuit. Thank you all so much for joining me. My name is Mocha. This has been the Gut Wrench Podcast. That's a wrap. Good night, everybody.